Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good evening, everybody. This is Sean Thiel with the American Council of the Blind of Ohio, and welcome to the Technology Learning Lab for October 29th. Just double-checking that, as I always do. Uh, it, seems, it seems like we're in interesting times. The days and things kind of just blur together. So today, we are going to look at Safari on the iPhone. Um, web browsing on the iPhone is something that um, at least some people find a little intimidating, a little confusing. And so what I want to do is do my best to um, demystify it a little bit and help you understand um, how it works and how to how to get started with it. So <clears throat> let me unlock my phone here and actually let me turn on Do Not Disturb, which I should have done. Okay, I turned Do Not Disturb on. Thank you. So now that I've done that, Thursday, October 29th, and App Store, double tap to open, Braille one password, characters, words, speaking rate, 60%, 55%, and if somebody wouldn't mind, let me know if my phone's coming through okay. Messages. Five unread messages. Double tap to open. Okay. All right. We have the right channel. So one it's of the things... coming through fine, Sean. Uh, thank you. Um, so Safari is the program by default that we use to browse the web on the iPhone. Now, it can be something else if people choose to. Um, I'm going to continue. I, I'm going to stick with Safari because it's what comes on the phone, and it's the browser that I am most familiar with. Somebody is unmuted with some background so, noise. Yeah, if if you could uh, mute the person who's listening to me. I was uh, going through that. Everybody, uh, most everybody's muted. Okay. I think it's one of you guys. <laughs> hmm. There we go. All right. So we're going to stick with Safari because it's the default that comes with the iPhone. Um, you could use Microsoft Edge if you wanted to. Um, I've not played. I've played with it on the computer on the new version of Edge. I've not played with it on the phone. There's DuckDuckGo, which is very privacy conscious. You can use that. And if you want to do that, the settings for those apps have an option that lets you choose whether they should be the default browser. So you go into the settings of whichever of those apps um, that you would prefer. And I think you can do that with the, with mail as well. I've not looked into that, but Safari is not the only option. And now you can choose something else if you would prefer. So one of the things to be aware of when you first, when, when we think about Safari is that anytime you open a link for example, from an email message, or if you, um, you know, any, or even sometimes if you let Siri look something up and then you click and do something else, um, pages can come up in tabs and tabs are kind of like, so you can have, if you think about Microsoft Word, you have Microsoft Word, which is the program in which you write, and then you have each document that you create. And of course, we know we can have multiple documents open in Microsoft Word at the same time, and we can switch between them. So web browsers do the same thing. And tabs have been around for quite a few years now. Um, 
And you can have lots of these. Um, I have heard of sighted people telling me that they um, have had, depending on how much Twitter they're looking at, 40, 50, 60 tabs open at one time. Or if you're somebody who is unsure how to um, look at the tabs, you may have several hundred tabs open if you didn't know how to close them. So we're going to, that's one of the things that we're going to look at. Actually, that's, that's, probably, that's the first thing we're going to look at. So of course, my phone has locked again. 1905. App Store. Double tap to open. And we're going to go to Safari. Safari. Double tap to open. And because I have set up at least the first couple of pages of my home screen in a way that makes sense to me, I can touch the Safari icon. I know right where it is. So I just touch that and I'm going to double tap it. You can always open it in the usual way. You can ask uh, Siri to do it. You can use Braille screen input if you know where it is. All those fun things. So I'm going to double tap on it. Safari address, applevis.com, secure and validated connection. So applevis.com is the website that I'm on most of the time. I usually check it at least once a day to see, um, and the homepage to see if maybe Apple's posted an update or if there's maybe a new bug that somebody's found. Um, so that's the site I tend to look at most of the time. But let's see what other tabs I might have open. And actually, we'll talk about the Safari window first. At the very top. Please note that for please note that the location the, address applevis.com secure and validated connection. So in the top double middle, tap to show controls. In the top middle of the screen, below kind of below the earpiece of your phone, you have the address bar or the search bar. And actually, they they kind of now what has happened with browsers is that it's a box, and if you put in something that looks like a website, it'll try and go there. If you put in multiple words, it'll say, oh well. Websites don't have spaces, so we're going to assume that Sean wants to search for whatever he's typed into that box. So that is in the middle. Format options button. There is a Show format options, options, including reader. There is a format options button to the left of the address bar, which we can come to in a minute. Format address, applevis.com, secure and validated connection. I'm going to flick to the right. Double tap, reload button. We have our reload button which is the way that we refresh the page, similar to pressing F5 on the PC, Command-R, uh, those kinds of things to get an updated version of the page. So like I've got AppleViz open right now, but if I want to see what's absolutely the newest thing on there, I need to re reload that page. So actually, that's what I'm going to do. Skip to main content. Visited. Address. 40%. That's reload. But stop. Web page loaded. Skip there to go. main content. Visited. Okay. So we have, and then below the options bar, the format options, the address, and the reload button. Address. Skip to main content. Welcome to Apple. This head are large. And I'm just kind of draws upon the wealth. I'm just kind of dragging my finger down the screen because the, the web page content takes up the most of the screen. And then this is talking about on the iPhone. On the iPad, you'll have um, you'll have some of the elements that we're going to talk about. A lot of them are actually going to be across the top. Um, I did not think to bring my iPad in with me. So for the moment, at least, we're going to concentrate on the, on the iPhone. At the bottom of the screen, we have... If you've just got toolbar, back, button, the forward, button. Back and forward, which do exactly what we would expect that they do in a web browser on a PC or a Mac. So it's like doing your alt left and right arrow for the PC or your command left and right bracket for the Mac. Um, that's how, you know, so they go back and forward a page as you would expect. Share button. Share is a way to, well, there's, there's lots of things in there 
Um, you can obviously share the page with things like messages, people that you've recently contacted if you choose to have that feature on. Um, that's also where you're going to go to add a bookmark. And I don't know why it's under share because that's just an odd place for it to be. But um, it is Apple and we don't, we, we, we wonder, but ultimately we're going to have to learn it because they're not going to move it. Show bookmarks button. There is where your show, your bookmarks will be. Tabs button. And then the tabs button. More tab options. And then the tabs button at the bottom right. So let's just see what tabs I have open. Tabs button. So I'm going to. Your first Mac. Oh, I moved my finger just the teeniest little bit and it decided it wasn't, it was one I wanted to read something, which I didn't. If you adjust toolbar, tabs button. All right. Double tap tap on that. Toolbar done button. Um, toolbar done button. So at the at, so basically now what we have is we have a list of some of the tabs that I have open on my page here. So I'm actually going the done button is at the bottom right of the screen. So I'm going to actually flip backwards. New tab button. Private button. Private browsing lets you have a session that does not keep history or cookies. This does not prevent your internet service provider, your employer, etc., from possibly knowing what websites you're going on to. You're just making it harder for someone who has access to your device to know um, which pages on a particular website you've been to if you do a private session. So um, it's not you're not completely invincible when you use it, but it can be handy. Um, private browsing is sometimes also called incognito mode. It is the preferred way if you must check your email, Gmail, Yahoo, whatever, on a public computer, you should be doing that in a private or incognito session so that your um, account details don't stay on that computer. Let's go to the left again. Ultraviolet phone sanitizer, portable smartphone sterilizer with voice prompt function, choose or sanitizer, mystic access button. Okay, I'll keep that around. White text on the black background. I think, I don't know if they've still got those in stock, so that's partly why I have that open. List of events in the menu configuration, the tech juggernaut, Apple this button, coronavirus resources for the blind and visually impaired community, Blindy blog button. Okay, I think we've had enough. of a social media. I think we've had enough coronavirus. So what I'm going to do is I want to close this tab. So I'm going to flip down. And I apologize if the person who created that page is listening. I'm sure that you have good information, but we're all kind of used to it now. Question mark. So I'm going to flick up with one finger. Close tab and double tap. Closing coronavirus resources for the blind and visually impaired community. Blindy blog. Okay. Applevis current action. Tori Amos Cohen under the pink 1994 vertical line with Applevis. Now I have, that's a lyric site that I have up because it's very hard to find. Um, it's very hard to find that uh, it's a fandom and it's very hard to find that page. So those are the only two that I want to close for right now. I'm going to go back to the done button. Toolbar, done button. Alternatively, if you have not gone into this tab screen before and you think you may have i think the record i saw i won't mention who it was but i think the record i saw was about 500 tabs one time (laughs) because they didn't know how it worked and that's what i'm trying to teach people is if we double tap on the tabs button actually what we're going to do if you just got your first toolbar tabs button yeah we're going to double tap and hold hold, as it talked about and a menu has come up. Close all seven tabs button. So you can close all seven tabs button. Close, and then it'll tell you how many of them you have open. Close this tab button. New private tab button. New tab button. 
Dismiss context menu button. Dismiss context menu button. Okay, we're going to actually go to new tab. New tab button. Address. Search or enter website name. All right. Double tap to show controls. You can also, um, with VoiceOver, assuming you haven't changed the default assignments, you can triple tap the Safari icon and you'll get a similar menu with new tab, new private tab, and, and so on. So if you know you want to do something new and you don't care about what you had open last time, you have that option. Address. Search or enter website name. So I'm going to double, double tap, tap to show controls. Address. Address. Text field is editing. Search or enter website name. Insertion points at start. And you have a normal keyboard. Q A X. Not as normal C, as the iPhone keyboard. B yes. R A F D O I O M. Period. And then at the bottom, space near to the right of the space bar, you have period, a period. Go. Delete. Delete. O. Um, where you would delete. Delete. I. F, delete. Oops, U I O. Delete. Delete. O I O M. Is go. Period. A radio misspelled. Rules. O R Y H G. It's always fun watching somebody else try and type something <laughs> on the on screen keyboard. The other thing you can do is you can use your, um, if you have an actual physical keyboard, you can use Braille screen input, all of those fun things. And at the bottom right hand corner of your screen, go is go. Go. So I'm going to double tap on that. Website menu, navigation, landmark. So now we have the website open. Um, it's important to know VoiceOver is not going to automatically read the website to you. And um, I must be in the minority because that's actually what I prefer. Um, I would rather think about how I want to navigate around and I don't want the computer just spewing out a bunch of verbiage at me until I've had time to decide what I want to do about it. If you want to have the page read to you in full, you're going to take two fingers on the screen and swipe them down, which is the, the commands to read from wherever you are until you stop it. So we'll just do that for just a sec. Menu, navigation, landmark, menu, menu, pop-up button, and navigation, and banner. ACV Radio Home, visited, image, ACV Radio, image, mission statement, heading level two, ACV Radio, donate, image, okay. text on the green and white. All right, it was going to keep going and I touched the screen to, uh, I was trying to stop it. If you want to stop it from reading, you're going to take two fingers and tap once. So a two finger single tap that will also resume speaking, which is, a, which is one of my favorite, most favorite things ever. <clears throat> so if you want to look at the page, you're going to flick left and right just the way that you would do if you just want to examine the text sequentially, kind of object by object or line, you know, line by line. Um, it actually is more like paragraph by paragraph. So, but you're going to use the flick left and right in order to do that. Search form, heading level two, search, text field, search, button, 2017 solar eclipse. Did you miss ACV Radio's historic coverage of the solar eclipse, which the special program drew tens of thousands of listeners to ACV Radio to get a full audio description? So what I, I, I got myself in the middle of the page somehow, but that's okay. Um, if I want to go back the other way, you're going to flip left. And this is, Did you, miss ACV Radio? you know, this is kind of your standard how you would navigate any screen. But as we know, as screen reader users, we need to do more than just move, you know, with our up and down arrow keys or flicking right and left. There's other ways we want, need to move around. So that this is where the rotor comes into play. So the rotor is what is controls what happens when you flick up or down with one finger. Flicking left or right with one finger is always going to take you backwards or forwards through the items in order. 
but the rotor controls what happens when we flick up or down with one finger. By default, it is you can put two fingers on the screen and rotate them. It does not matter if the two fingers can they can be on the same hand. You can have one finger, you can have two fingers across from each other on the screen and move one in an upwards direction and the other one in a downwards direction, kind of as long as they're as long as they're in opposition to each other. Screen recognition. Image descriptions, add characters. And then if you want to go the other words. way, you would just move your fingers with the left one pointing down and or sliding down and the right one sliding up. Did select characters, edit. Yo, selected. Now the pinch gesture keeps happening, so that's one of the reasons I, I don't unselected. That's one of the reasons I don't do that. I've actually I've just gotten used to putting two fingers on the same hand and turning them. Um, if you want, you can carefully go into the voiceover options and um, assign the rotor to something else. Um, we did actually talk about that uh, last week. Um, <clears throat> so you have the ability, if you absolutely cannot manage that gesture, and there are some folks to whom it just does not uh, feel natural, um, you can reassign it. Um, there are some limitations to what are automatically like pre-set up for you. All of that being said, we know that moving by headings is an important thing to do. So we're going to turn the rotor forwards or backwards. I'll tell you which way I'm going until we get to headings. Braille screen input, orientation locked, landscape, images. Now the way my rotor is set up, I've got braille screen input always to one turn to the right. Portrait, words, characters, words. So I'm going to the right. Lines, text and, selection, speaking rate. And actually, I know because of how I've how I have ordered items on my rotor, it's going to be quicker to go backwards to the left. So I'm going to actually turn that the other way. Text selection, lines, words, characters, braille screen input, edit, image descriptions, screen recognition language, images, visited links, tables, form control links, landmarks, headings. Well, that may not have actually been headings. that much quicker. <laughs> um, seems like the more you you know, the more they keep adding things, there's things you want on the rotor, and then there's things you need to take off of it, and so on. Now that I've gotten to headings, if we want to go forward by headings, we're going to flick down. Shreemuel Convention, a special events on ACB Radio Live event, heading level two. ACB Radio List, heading level two. And if you want to go backwards by headings, you're going to flick up. Shreemuel Convention, a special events on ACB Radio Live event, heading level two. So if you're thinking, okay, well, you know, is that like how I would do H or Shift H withdrawals or NVDA? Yes, it is. And if you have a Bluetooth keyboard connected to your phone, you can also use H or Shift H to go forward or backwards by headings. If you have single letter quick nav turned on, um, we that is the um, <clears throat> voiceover modifier in the letter Q to turn that one. As you noticed in the rotor, we had things like headings, landmarks, images. Containers, hints, sounds. Um, Punctuation. Links. So once you know how to flick up or down with one finger, you just choose which of those things that you would like to move by. And those are, um, that will choose what kind of movement you're making. If you need to move by something other than just the um, items in the order that they're presented on the, on the web page. <clears throat> Let's go ahead and see what questions people have. And if, um, if I have need to explain something in more detail, if I've explained something, you know, in a way that you're like, what did he say again? Feel free to, I can always um, re-explain something. So let's see what questions people might have at this point. Okay, if you have a question, you can raise your hand. Okay, Debbie, you may 
unmute yourself. Okay, uh, Sean, sometimes when I go into a website, um, the forward and back, especially the backward button says dimmed. And then I don't know how to get out of there. Does that mean I have a bunch of tabs open possibly? Um, that is possible. So it may be that, um, and Safari is in voiceover. It, it is not good at telling you when this happens. So there are times when in clicking on a link, what will happen is a new tab will open. And if, if, you've, if you know you've clicked the link and you're in a new place and then you go and then you see the back button is dimmed like that, then yes, you probably have it probably the website has probably opened a new tab and Safari slash voiceover has unhelpfully not clued you into that fact. <laughs> so that's probably what you want to do is see if there are tabs that will get you back. Um, that's one of the things that I appreciate that both JAWS and NVDA do. And I, I wish that uh, Safari would uh, would do. And uh, I have not done a whole lot of testing with other browsers to see if they... Uh, I've if even they... tried this the Z scrub, uh, and that doesn't always work either to go back. That's correct. And that um, some now sometimes that will work um, if you... It, it, but in the situation you're talking about, the reason the back button is dimmed is because there's nowhere for it to go. So that's probably because a new tab uh, has mm -hmm. opened. So what you'll need okay. to do is find that tabs button at the bottom right on the iPhone, um, tap on, double tap on that. And uh, as, I sh as I was showing, you go move through the list. And if you find one you want to close, it's on the um, actions rotor. You can also... Um, close, you know, when we also, we had the close current tab. If you, if you double tap and hold that tabs button, you can hit close current tab. And actually that's kind of nice because then you'll automatically fall back to the one you were in before. That's probably the best way. If you think okay. that you've been taken onto a new tab from whatever it was you were doing before, that's probably the best way to do it. Okay. Thank you. No problem. Jeff, you're up. You can unmute, please. Okay, a couple things. In the beginning, uh, and I notice on mine, it also says invalid connection. Is that a security thing? I believe so. Um, the, the one I tend to see is the one that says it may say unsecure, or um, I, I'm not sure if, if it's invalid. I don't know exactly what that means. Um, most of the time, you, you want to hear the either lock or secure connection. Um, right. I don't always pay attention to that, though, and I, I really should, um, but I've just gotten so used to, especially if you browse the same websites all the time, I probably I need to pay more, a little bit more attention to what that wording actually is. It's probably one of those things I have just heard it and know that it doesn't and didn't really <laughs> put too much thought into so it. That, so. so then when, when, I, when that does occur for me, which it does pretty often, is there something I need to do to, um, I don't know, make it more secure or something? Huh? I don't know if it's if the website itself isn't is not secure. Um, I don't know what if there's much you can do about that. Um, if there are there particular websites that you notice it happening on, or is it something that is pretty um, pretty consistent? Well, I guess that might be the same websites. Uh, you know, repeatedly. It's just I. It's something just like you, I will need to focus more time on. I just, so it's something with their website. It's not something with my phone. Prob most likely. But yeah, if okay. you think of it, take a note of what 
maybe a website or two that you notice that happening on. Okay. And so then we'll, when, we'll when you were messing with the rotor, you had two separate entries, one for uh, image caption and then one for just image. What's the difference between those? So image descriptions is a feature that um, is part of iOS 14 and describes images. You are supposed to be able to turn that off. However, what I have found is that turning that off does not actually stop it from describing things. It's supposed to, but it doesn't seem to do that. Um, the theory is that in certain applications, you might want to know um, what the picture is and in other places you might not. For example, in Uber Eats, you might not want to hear it describe every menu item like on the restaurant menu. Um, I actually have quite a bit of fun have listening to it describe um, album covers in, in Apple Music. That that's kind of that can be kind of interesting. Um, yeah, but that option to um, if if somebody could mute that we're hearing a lot of. Uh, we have you have um, two hands raised, so it could be some of their. Oh, papers. okay, that could. Yeah, be. Uh -huh. um, that's it. I'm keeping an eye. Gotcha, Jeff. Did you have um, another question, or did I answer your question? Um, no, so so the difference between those two just oh so image. images images is a way that you can move um, by one it, it with jaws you'd be used to it being called graphics um, okay so some websites particularly audible I've noticed this um, with audible because each book on a results page has the cover cover shown sometimes if I hear the title and the author and it doesn't sound interesting I might not care what the the you know, the, the reading time and the rating and all of that. So images is a way that you may be able to skip from one type of entry to another. Um, so it's, that's something that uh, I, something I've found can be helpful from time to time. And so if I want to activate that, I use my rotor to choose that. And then that function is active until I choose another rotor setting. Is that correct? Most of the time, yes. And the reason I only reason I say that is every once well, that's more in mail. Um, sometimes the rotor will turn to actions and try to do something else. But usually, if you leave it on something like headings or images, it should stay until you turn the rotor somewhere else. Every okay. once in a while, it doesn't. Though. Thanks, Sean. No problem. Okay. Um, thanks, Jeff. We have more than one area code two one five. I got to name one in time, but. The person with area code 215 ending in 374, you can unmute yourself. So, okay, you are, okay, can you unmute yourself? Oh, yeah, I got yeah. it. Okay, there, there you, you go. go. Yeah, this is Karen. There you go, uh, Karen. I am very, thank you. I am very, very new to navigating websites, and it's very frustrating, and I just, very frustrating. So sometimes I'll hear, it might be a better organization, and then I say, Oh, yeah, the organization has been working on this. And look here to see at some of the things that we're doing. And it'll say ellipsis. And it's, I'll tap on it, and it's just nothing. It just doesn't do anything at all. It doesn't appear to. So what does that mean? Um, I, I think it may be that you, you might need to try double tapping on the – if the ellipsis is its own item, if it's, it's displaying as its own item when you flick left and right, you may need to flick left to the whatever is before that and try double tapping on that set of words or that link uh, and see if that works because you may actually the, the ellipsis voiceover may be pulling out as its own um, its own item. Um, it it I, sounds like the set 
you know, like the sentence gets, it's not like a complete sentence. It like kind of cuts off and it like, kind of like trying to get Is you. Is it happening I when guess. you're doing a search? No. Mm-mm. I'm talking about on the page. The okay. web page is just, it's like, you know, uh, the, the organization has been focused on ellipsis. So it's just like, what is the rest of like, what's the rest of the thought? Like, what else are they trying to say? Like, you know, what's the, the rest of it? And I'm yeah, saying, I, the rest. I think I'd need a specific um, example. I will tell you, if you are doing a search on something like Google, um, when you're looking at results, some, they will show you a little bit of the, like a, a excerpt, an excerpt of the page so that you might get an idea of what it's about. But if you want to see the, the entire page, then you have to go back to the link that actually has the title of the page that you're looking for. That's kind of why I was trying to figure out whether you were, it happened when you were like trying to search for something in Google or, or if it was a particular thing. So without knowing of what website you're talking about, I can't really give a, a complete, you know, sure answer. I would, you know. Okay. Do you use Nextdoor for your community? I don't, I don't no, not, uh, okay. not Nextdoor, no. It's like that on Nextdoor too, the person to say, you know, I have a problem with people walking down my street and ellipsis, and you have to double tap on that to hear the rest of their thought, you know, whatever they're posting. And then it has their whole you know, their whole oh, comment. So are you asking what ellipsis itself is telling you? Well, because that not ellipsis really. just I'm, means that there's more there's more content to be shown by double tapping on it. It's showing you that the whole Right. And that's what I do on the websites, but it doesn't seem to do anything. It works for next door. It just hmm. gives like a preview of what the person is saying. It doesn't give their whole thought of what they're posting. Oh, okay. But you so know, that doesn't do work everywhere else. Uh uh-uh. uh. If you um, if you take a note if you can take a note of a website that does that and bring it back okay. um, to me, I'll take a look and see what I can if if I can find what you're talking about. Okay. And speaking of headings, I was told to go try to do headings because that's easier, and I do headings. And uh, when you get to headings, are you supposed to swipe right? And then so, when you hear a heading that you're interested in, what do you do after that? Okay. So. Um, Two things. Two things. One, um, headings are great, but that should probably that's not the first thing that we should be looking for as screen reader users when we get to a page. Um, headings are great once we know what the page is doing. So if you go to a website for the first time, what you really should try to do is flick right or left until to see what the web page is like. And once you learn the kinds of information the page has then you can start thinking about, okay, would, would it make sense to look for headings? But what I've seen so many people do, especially when they're starting out, is they'll hit H for headings and, and they won't look at anything else but the headings. But the headings are mm-hmm. just the start of a section. You, you really do need to see what's underneath them. So, um, and headings are a way of indicating that part of a page has emphasis in some way. Then they, they even look a little different too. Um, so, that's that's kind of how headings are are used. When we're talking about moving between them, though, um, the way that we're going to do that, we use the rotor that I was talking about, and we go right or left until it says headings. So the rotor is you put two fingers on the screen and you rotate them until it says headings. And swiping down with one finger or will move you forward by headings. So if you think about reading down a page, you're going to be, mm-hmm. from, if you're going from, if you're flicking down, you're going from top to bottom, you're going further through the content. Um, mm-hmm. And 
flicking upwards or back, you know, upwards or, you know, further um, towards the top will actually get you backwards at heading. Um, doing that actually moves you, but if you need to see what, what else is there underneath it, that's where you have to swipe right. Um, so it basically, um, the, you're moving there with the rotor, but you have to then mm-hmm. flick right to actually move through the content itself. Okay. Okay. And could you do, if you hear a heading that you're interested in, could you do a two finger swipe down or you should? You certainly right could. Right? Yes. I, okay. I tend to forget about say all because, or, or the, the read from cursor to um, the end, because I find that a lot of times that gives me more information at once than I can deal with. Okay. Or I would rather c- have control over how much I hear, but right. you certainly can do that. All right. Thank you. No problem. Okay. Andy, you can unmute yourself, please. Uh-oh. Can you hear me? Yeah. You can. Okay. Uh, okay. Very quick question is what, I know that we're talking about Safari, but uh, is what you're saying today mostly applicable to the other browsers like Chrome or Firefox? Um, for navigating web pages, yes. And they probably also have, you know, tabs and bookmarks and things like that. I just am not as familiar with where they are um, on those other browsers. Um, but they should, I mean, the the concept of reading a page and um, the concept of bookmarks and tabs um, are shared between a number of browsers. So the the con the general concepts are should be the same, but they may put them in slightly different places or or you know do them in slightly different ways. For example, I know some browsers don't let you um, when you go to the tabs, they have a button for the tab and then they have another button that says close and then whatever the name of the tab is, you can't flick up or down on the button. Thank you. No problem. Thank uh, Larry Johnson. Would you like to unmute yourself, please? You're up. Oh, you, okay. He uh, unraised his own hand. So that's. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, hey. I'm sorry. I jumped in late, and I didn't know you were specifically on Safari. I had a a, a different question, and and I don't know if it's appropriate to ask, but. Uh, I, I wanted to know if uh, you had any experience with um, uh, uploading checks to uh, an online bank. Um, I have how not. Take, how do you take a picture of the check is basically the, the, the problem. I, I've not needed to do that. Um, and actually, I, I think the one time I did need to no, that was, that was to get avoided check on my scanner. And I, um, I, had some sight and help. I don't know how you would, the best way to do that. Um, that might be able, that might be, a, is it a check that's already, like a check that's already written and you're trying to get a picture so that they'll, are you trying to do mobile deposit through your app? That it, your bank yeah, has? exactly. Right. Okay. I don't know if Ira could help you with that. The other thing you want to be careful about is some banks, um, for example, I bank with a small bank called KeyBank. And I keep thinking, I keep saying I'm going to switch to something else and I never quite, haven't quite managed it yet. But um, they require that you put for mobile deposit only on the back of their check. You can't, you have, they're very particular and pedantic about what must be written on the back of the check. Uh And so for that reason, if you have, 
it, it may be easier at least is to have if you have access to a sighted person to at least help you the first time. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if Ira can help with that or not. Um, but that's certainly if they could, I'm sure they would be happy to. Um, if that's something they're able to do, but I'm honestly not sure. I I cheat and I have my dad sign and do it when he comes and helps me with stuff. So I honestly don't know. Thank you very much. No problem. Okay, that's it right now. All righty. So let's see what we're going to. 1939. Three notifications. Okay. Yeah, I did hear my somebody did call me. Safari. In the room. I did hear the Double iPad. tap to open. All right, let's go back into Safari. Safari, address, at radio.org, not secure. Double tap to show controls. Okay. Um, Reload button, menu, pop-up button, and navigation, and banner. Now you're going to notice Double these... Double tap to activate the picker. These happen a lot more often, um, navigation menus in general. Menu, menu, pop-up button, and navigation, and banner, menu, picker item, adjustable, one of 17... Okay. Oh, I keep. Okay. So what these, what this website does is uses a pop-up menu picker, which would be similar to a combo box. If you were using another screen reader, um, like JAWS or NVDA. Um, So what I'm going to do in this case um, is I'm going to flick up. Sometimes you're not automatically put into the picker. Sometimes you may have to, um, if you double tap to open a menu or a picker where there is one, you may have to actually explore the screen a little bit to find it. They were kind enough to put us in the home back to ACB home contact us. So right now, since the picker is open, I'm just flicking up with one finger until I find the convention archives option. That Show archives. Visit us in the ACB radio lounge. What's on ACB radio toolbar done. And then button. I'm flicking to the left to the done button. And that should Menu, what's on ACB radio, pop-up button, and navigation, and banner. Yeah, that Double should tap to activate the ACB radio, menu, menu, pop-up button, and navigation, and banner. Um, Double tap to activate the picker. But if you're ever on a website and you think, well, hang on, I should be able to like do things, and it's just giving me straight text, you're going to want to look for things that talk about um, navigation menu or... Um, expand menu, different things like that. That seems to be a very common thing that we didn't have um, several years ago um, where you'll see the main part of the page and the, and the other things that you can do on a website is are going to be under that um, that navigation button or, or link or similar. Um, for example, Apple Viz also has one. Toolbar, tabs, button, done. So I decided that I don't mind keeping the ACB radio page open, but I want to go back to a different, uh, the Apple Viz tab that I already had. So I went to the tabs button at the bottom right, chose done. Now I'm going to flip to the left. New tab, button, <coughs> private, button, ultraviolet phone center, list of events in the, what's on ACB radio, Apple Viz, button, a photo contained, address, applevis.com, secure and validated connection, reload, button. Skip to main content. The home visited. Toggle navigation and search button. Navigation yeah, toggle landmark. navigation Collapse. and search. So double tap to toggle navigation and search. Navigation landmark expanded. Main menu heading level five. Submit content. Apps, forum, blog, podcast. Now the other thing I've done is I have my <coughs> voiceover indicating links with a very light click. It's probably not going to come through the Zoom very well. Um, your Zoom, your web page would probably actually be saying blog, blog link, podcasts link, podcast. Um, but that's something I've done just to speed me, uh, just to make things a little bit quicker. Um, 
couple of weeks ago, we talked about how to do similar things in JAWS, and, and also we looked at the, the verbosity options in VoiceOver. Bug tracker, guides, hardware and accessory reviews, and main menu, navigation, user account menu, heading level 5. So user these are some menu, of the things that AppleViz has tucked away in this, uh, in this menu here. So let's see, those are some of the very basics of Safari as far as how to get around a page. There are some settings related to Safari that can be useful. Doc, drafts. So I'm going to real quick settings. pop into these. Double tap to open. Search field is editing. Clear text button. Cancel button. Clear text button. Clear text. Dictate Now earlier button. I was searching for a particular setting and I had typed it into the box. So since I'm still into the box, the search box at the top of settings, I'm going to type D. in. Cap S. Q. A. G. F. S. A. F. Q. A. A. Prevent downloads, autofill, Safari, Safari, settings, back button, Safari, heading, allow Safari to access, heading, Siri and search, button, search, heading, search engine, Google, button. So you can choose what your default search engine should be. Search engine suggestions, off, Safari suggestions, on, quick website search, on, button. And I don't know, I don't know what every single one of these does. Preload top hit, off, about Safari search, general, heading, autofill, button. Frequently visited sites on. So autofill can be important if you want to have, you can, uh, if you want Safari to do things like remember um, addresses and things for you. I have actually chosen to let one password, which is the password manager I prefer to handle um, usernames and passwords uh, like that. And I think. Autofill button. Automatically fill out web forms using your contact or credit card info. Use contact info on. My info, Sean Theo, credit cards, off, save credit cards, button, save credit cards, button. And I have that turned off because, like I said, I've got one password doing that. Um, so the auto-filling of contacts, you may notice that if you're on a website where you're trying to register something or order something, and you're in like a first name box, if you look above the keyboard, you may see your name offered as a prediction um, choice and, or even like a phone number that you might use. Um, above the top row of your keyboard, and it's getting that from um, your contact. Um, it's a good idea if you don't have yourself in your contacts um, to put yourself in. I know that sounds kind of strange, but one of the reasons you want to do that is so that you can put in information uh, like your phone number and your address and things like that so that part, various parts of iOS, including Safari, will have access to it. If you put in your home address, you can ask Siri, take me to get me directions home. And um, for those times when we do go out um, and then you'll be able to get uh, it will already know where home is for you because you've put it in there. Um, let's see. autofill button frequently visited where favorites, is... favorites, block pop-ups on downloads, iCloud drive. There's button. one I'm looking for tabs, um, heading show tab bar on show icons and tabs on open links in new tab button. Close tabs manually button. So you can choose. Selected manually. Safari. Close tabs. Selected manually. After one day. After one week. After one month. After one month. So you can choose, okay, if I haven't used tabs in a certain amount of time, just close them out because I'm not going to refer back to them again. Um, I've chose manually because there's some things I've had in here for a long time that I know that I'm, you know, it's going to be hard to get back to them again and it's just easier to keep them in there. After one selected, close tabs, heading, 
Safari, back button, Safari, back button. But if you're not a heavy user of Safari, it may be a good idea to go into settings under Safari and then choose Safari. Uh, closed tabs. Show tab. Show icon. Open links. Close tabs. Allow Safari to automatically close tabs that haven't recently been viewed. And that's what that saying did. If I'd flick to the right, it would have told me that. Privacy and security. Heading. Prevent cross-site tracking. On. Double tap to toggle setting. Yeah, that's a Block all cookies off. On. I wouldn't double tap to toggle setting. Block all cookies that might cause problems in some websites. So I don't I'd be careful with that one. Fraudulent website warning on. Check for Apple Pay on. Allow websites to check if Apple Pay is enabled and if you have an Apple card account. That's completely up to you. Um I have I do I have to say, um, it's nice when websites use like Square and you can pay for something by Apple Pay. Um I paid my counselor with that and it was amazing about safari and clear history and website data button so if you decide that you would like to clear that data because every browser keeps track of history and you know web places that you've been if you want to clear that you can settings for websites heading page zoom button request desktop website button reader button okay so this reminds me um we were talking about the format options button and one of the things that i do not like about when you first use google on safari is that um it gives you a mobile version of the website and the problem with that is at least or at least it used to be that when you did it that way each search result was not its own heading and so or, or you would see less detail about each website so one of the things you can do back in that read that um, format options is you can tell Safari that on a certain website you always want to see the desktop version. Um, desktop versions may be more difficult to visually look at on an iPhone screen, but if you're used to how your screen reader displays a website in a um, desktop browser and that's important to you and you're having difficulty with the default, you can do that. Reader view is a way of cutting out um, extra information to get you to an article on a website. It'll cut out some of the ads. It'll cut out some of the extra things. Not all websites support it. Um, that's another thing you can say, okay, on blah, blah, blah.com, such website, always go to the reader view. If you've changed something like that and you don't like the change that you made, uh, you can come into these options here and undo those without having to go specifically remember which website you did it for. Camera, button, microphone, button. You can also control um, whether Safari has access to your camera and microphone and on um, which websites. Um, sometimes if you're doing some, uh, some of the medical um, websites that do like telehealth, if they don't have their own app, you may need to do that through a browser. Location, button. Reading list, heading. So which websites have access to your location? There's a lot in here. I'm not going to go too much. I'm not going to go further um, down there because there's a, there's quite a few more in here. Um, but those are some things that you can do to configure how Safari works. Um, let's see if there are any more questions since we're about nine minutes to the hour here. Yep. I was just going to tell you. I know how easily I can lose track of time. <laughs> so, but, but that's why I that's what I'm here for. I'm your tracker. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, Joanne um has her hand raised. All so right. you wanna Lori unmute yourself. I'm trying, Emma. There you go, you got it. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you. Okay. 
I have a question, and I don't know. The Safari, the tab, is that the same thing as closing the app? No, that's a very good question. So oh, boy. Okay, I'm new. I'm that's new. fine. I'm no, <laughs> no, and it's a very, it's a good question. So um, the the difference is that you, um, you can have, uh, basically, tabs are a way of displaying, um, it's displaying different pages in the same Safari application. Um, and so, but they are, the tabs run inside of Safari. And okay. even if you close Safari and reopen it again, it will remember the tabs that you had open. So that's how you people can end up with quite a number of tabs if they don't either manually close them out or if they don't tell Safari to do it after a specific amount of time. Okay, um, so if I... When I turn on Safari and it says 17 pages, does that mm -hmm. mean there's 17 tabs open? Um, it depends on... Doc, mail, Let Safari. me see if I... Okay. Safari, address, Apple, this top of screen, double tap to show controls, my account, user account menu, navigation, page one of 10, center of screen. So if you touch with three fingers and you hear something like page one of 10, it's that's how much of the screen content you're seeing. Oh, okay. The, the only way the way you'll know how many tabs you've got is if you actually touch the bottom right hand button. Toolbar, tabs, button. Um, Double and tap and you, hold for more tab options. You act well, actually, you may not know. The best way to figure out how many you actually have is to tap it three times. So do a triple tap. The Close button. All eight tabs, button. Yeah, like you find the tabs, the button that says tabs, and then you tap then you you do a triple tap. So instead of your double tap, you add another one to it. And okay. then it'll say close you know, eight tabs or however many you have. Um, okay. Toolbar, tabs. What? It's not as important to know. Um, I mean, if you think you might have a boatload open and you don't think you want to go back to them, that is the quickest way to just start from scratch is to, to tap that tabs button three times, tap, 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 and then choose close however many, and then you can start over from the beginning. If you're... Okay, you because know, I, I don't... I could have opened them and not known I opened them. I'm yeah. the one who had the dark screen last week when I called. Oh, okay. said, How do I get out of the dark screen? And I kept tapping things. So I don't know what I was opening and closing. I even ended up gotcha. with a new closer. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. So yeah, you may very well, you might just want to start from scratch then. Okay. Thank you very much. No problem. Okay. That's it right now. All righty. <clears throat> Tabs. Button. So okay. So now we'll do questions on anything, whether it's Safari related or not. Um, if we have just any questions about anything um, that people can think of, because sometimes that will pop up some new ones. And if it, if it does, that's good. I have a million questions. Well, you can, if there's no hands, you can ask a question. <laughs> I, I, now I've heard so much. I mean, this has been so great that I'm just blown away. I actually think I learned something. Well, that's good. So, um, okay, VT or Vermont, whoever you call yourself, you may lower your hand. I mean, not lower your hand, I mute yourself. <laughs> I get so excited, I might get to ask a question. <laughs> so, VT? Can you hear me? We yes. can. Okay. <laughs> um, I have a question. <clears throat> mm -hmm. You know, when I have all these tabs open, um, I'll normally just go to settings and just tell it to clear my history. Because, you know, I'm not sure what else to do. <laughs> but the question I have is, if I wanted to save any of these sites, how do I do that? You know, to, to get it off the screen, but to save it somewhere. 
so you want to easily be able to get back to it yeah later yeah. On, another time yeah so exactly. that's where but i don't want go ahead, but you don't want to keep the tab on your screen so that's where you would go to share and you can choose either add favorite or add as bookmark the kind of this I, I haven't quite oh. figured out why they're two different things i need to actually do a quick google on that one and figure out so you can save it a as thing. so you can save it as share or or as a bookmark you can save it as a favorite or bookmark and those options are located under the share button and they're towards the bottom so it's going to be past things like mail and messages and different you know if you have suggested contacts um but you will find end. um you will find options related to bookmarks and favorites under that share button is that on the safari screen yes it's at the very bottom and so you have oh. back forward and share um okay okay yeah, yeah. yeah yeah all right okay thank you no problem okay andrea Ms. Wakanda, you can unmute yourself. Hi. Um, what is the difference between favorites and bookmarks? I um, need to figure that out because I I realized that I realized that um, yesterday when I was adding something. Um, I so I actually need to research that one. So I will look into that and let you let you know next week. Because okay. I had, I meant to, and I put it on my mental to do list, and then it fell off. <laughs> I when I had my Windows Seven PC and used Internet Explorer, I had no trouble saving any website in my favorites, and mm -hmm. knew exactly how to find it when I wanted to go back. Yeah, and um, I, very seldom do I use my iPhone to. Uh, search the web. So this has been interesting to to hear this. But then going back to my now Windows 10 PC with mm -hmm. JAWS and um, not using Internet Explorer, how do I? Um, what are you using find, instead? Find those same favorites. Yeah. What What Edge. browser are you using instead? Edge. Okay. So if Edge is set as your default browser, number one, you can still, the favorites folder on your computer does exist. You can still get to it and press enter on one of those because this favorites folder is just a list of shortcuts to websites. Mm -hmm. um, but in, um, in, and in Edge, they're even, they're still called favorites, but you get to them with Alt F and then, and then to open the menus and you choose O, Instead, you press O for favorites. Uh, I don't know why they presumably other letters were taken. Um, I need to look a little bit more into the best way to, um, if you can still use Edge to make um, shortcuts in your favorites folder. So um, I will take a look into that as well. So Alt F and then the letter O, and then do I arrow down until I find one of my preferred websites? Um, I believe believe they might show up there i'm not sure if the edge actually looks in that folder but i'll come i will look at that next week and next okay. week and, and report back i'm gonna try it myself all right thank, thank you, you so much guys it's eight o'clock okay. and i'll look forward to talking with you guys next week